Welcome to TikTok Radio. I'm your host, Victoria Jameson. I'm a verified TikTok creator and professional makeup artist based in Dallas, Texas. After gaining over 800,000 TikTok followers in just six months, I became obsessed with helping aspiring creators and entrepreneurs unlock their full potential on the fastest growing app in the world. If you're looking to find your niche, increase your income, and build your influence with short form video content, then you are in the right place. My goal for this podcast is to inspire and empower you with actionable tips and insight from top TikTok creators so that you can master the For You page and build your brand on TikTok and beyond. There's no better time to start than right now. Let's dive into this week's episode of TikTok Radio. What's up, guys? Welcome back to TikTok Radio. I have an exciting interview for you guys this week with at the Bunny Barbie from TikTok. She is an absolute icon. And at the time of this interview, she was sitting around 500,000 followers. And now she has surpassed the 1 million mark. She's also recently launched her own podcast. We did interviews with each other the day that we recorded this. And um, my interview is up on her podcast called Bedtime with Bunny. And I will put a link to it down in the show notes. But really quick, huge shout out to our producer. producer. I'm never going to be able to say this right, you guys. Our producer level patrons. We have at Matt from TikTok who just hit 2 million followers. So make sure you guys go check out his channel. He makes comedy content and recently started doing arcade hacks, which are super awesome. If you guys want to be a producer level patron, make sure you go to patreon.com slash TikTok coach. Then you can get your TikTok handle in every single episode and tagged down in the show notes. So thank you at Matt and hope to see more of you on that list soon. I'm also going to be doing exclusive group coaching calls for any of my producer level patrons. So you guys don't want to miss out on that. Now I did also launch recently this past week a special service that is completely free to help you guys jump on TikTok trends early. I realized I was seeing so many of these trends and didn't have a good way besides the Facebook group to get this information sent out. But the thing about Facebook groups and our Facebook community group, if you're not in it, um, you can go to tiktok-squad.com, hang out with us in there. But I realized Facebook is not the best platform for notifying people of things because a lot of times the way the algorithm works, you don't actually see relevant posts until a couple of days later. So I wanted to make sure people were able to get this information quickly and not rely on any algorithms to deliver it. So if you guys want to get weekly text messages of trends that I see, then I'm going to be sending them out to my text message list. Make sure you guys get on it. You can actually sign up right now. It's super easy. All you have to do is text the word trends to 833-707-3222. I will put the name and the trigger word for that sign up down in the description below in the show notes. I can't keep track of what platforms are put in the description or in the comments or in the caption. I'm losing my mind, you guys. Um, Speaking of losing my mind, I've probably spent 90% of my waking hours on Clubhouse this past um, two weeks, really. If I'm being honest, the reason I did not upload an episode last week is because I have been so severely addicted to Clubhouse.
clubhouse, but like in the best way possible. I've been able to, you know, really connect with other creators. Um, you know, we share our experiences. The rooms that I spend the most time in on clubhouse are um, TikTok tips and advice, as well as creator mental health conversations, um, conversations around diversity and how we can be more diverse as influencers and marketers in our campaigns. Um, there's just so much good stuff going on there. So if you guys are not on Clubhouse yet, um, go find out who out of your friends is already on there. If you want an easy way to get in without someone giving you a uh, invite, is they can actually, um, if you go and sign up, on the platform and reserve your username. It actually notifies everyone in there who has your number in their phone. So like example, I got a notification today that one of my friends from college signed up on the waitlist and I had the option to let her in without wasting one of my um, invites on her. Not that it would be wasting it, but you know, I haven't talked to her in a while. So Um, It wouldn't be like one of those personal invites. Now, you want to get on as soon as possible because this platform is not open to the public yet. So it's very exclusive, very high performing entrepreneurs, creators, influencers. It's a safe space. Um, Conversations are never recorded on it. So you really like have to be there to benefit and be engaged and plugged in. And it's just it's the most amazing thing. Like it's probably my favorite app since TikTok. So make sure you guys check that out. Follow me on there. My name is at Victoria Jamison, just like my username on Instagram. And uh, let me know if you guys are listening to this from Clubhouse because I know I've had a lot of you discover my podcast um, and my Facebook coaching group from Clubhouse, which is amazing and so exciting. And I'm so thankful for that platform. Now, um, let's dive into today's interview. Uh, This was recorded, like I said, a couple months ago. So since then, I've also been on Bunny's podcast. She's launched. It's amazing. You guys have to check it out. And she is absolutely killing it. Um, She grew to a million super fast after this interview. Like it was within a matter of, I would say, six weeks. So it's kind of cool to look back and hear these interviews after these creators have hit these amazing numbers uh, because it's just so impressive to see how quickly it can happen when you really discover what your audience wants to see from you. So sit back, relax. Uh, The audio on this, I do not know why my mic sucks. I recorded it in a different room and honestly, I cringe when I listen to it. So I am so incredibly sorry that my audio is terrible. I need to do a mic check before I do these in a different space. I recorded this in my office because her podcast usually has video. So I couldn't record it in my normal podcasting closet like I do it (laughs) upstairs in our master bedroom. So um, without further ado, here's the interview. Like I said, apologies for the audio struggles, but hey, technology. Am I right? All right. I hope you guys enjoy and let me know who you're hoping to see on the show next. Hey guys, welcome back to TikTok Radio. I have a special guest here for our interview today. Say hi to the bunny Barbie. (laughs) Hi guys. So this is my first official, I think, TikTok interview since starting TikTok. I've been interviewing other people. So this is actually my first one. (laughs) I know. I'm so excited. Okay. So tell our listeners a little bit about you and how you got started on TikTok. So I don't really know why I blew up on TikTok. I made a video of how to print out a face mask of like your own face because I saw like an ad 
for like some celebrity or something. And it was like their lips and like their chin. And I was like, oh my God, that's so cute. And then I just found a random website that like, whatever. So I did like a, I was on TikTok for a while and I saw like all these people doing like tutorials, like this is how you do this, whatever. And I was just like, oh, like this is how you make a face mask of your face and you go to this website and whatever. And everyone thought that I sounded like the Kardashians. So it was like, people were just obsessed with it. It was really insane for me because I don't think that I sound like them. And it was, you know, kind of crazy. And now I've been on TikTok for maybe like five or six months and I'm really enjoying it. I really like it. You know, I met really cool people from it. I've started my own podcast because I didn't want to like do YouTube or do vlogs of my whole day. I really wanted to keep it, you know, just have a little more content out there, but not like my whole life and video everything and just kind of keep my life to myself a little bit for a little bit longer. We'll see. (laughs) So we just did an interview for her podcast. You guys will have to check it out. But we were talking about how the first video I ever saw of hers was the Kardashian voice. Like, I think she was responding to comments and you were like, you guys think I sound like the Kardashians. It was like, <laughs> I keep getting this comment and I'm like, it's I because know. you do sound like the Kardashians. <laughs> Specifically, Courtney, I feel like is the one people say the most. Yeah, definitely Courtney. And I think, I honestly think it's because I roll my R's like when I say like girl, like the R. Girl. Yeah. Girl. Or girl. like crazy. Like the R. Crazy? Yeah, it's like the it's like the vocal inflection of it too. <laughs> it's so interesting. Oh my gosh. It's weird how people can have voices that sound like other people's voices too. It's really crazy because people are so used to like hearing them too. So then once they like That's why. you know what I mean? I feel like if I hear like Ariana Grande or like someone that sounds like her, I notice it instantly, you know? But it's like I just don't notice it in you my know, own voice. I saw a video that, of someone that was like a voice teacher or something talking about Ariana Grande's voice and talking about how like the way I she saw talks, that. you know what I'm talking about? It's yeah, because they said she's that like it, protecting. Because it keeps, yeah, her voice, like she talks really soft because and it's she's like talking in her head low. voice. Yeah, it's so I didn't weird. Even know that was a thing. I didn't either. You and then there was like a new. low voice too that like helps you. I don't know what kind of voice I have, but I don't know. I just <laughs> I think I actually. Lower. You know, we were talking about what you get bullied for online or what you get hate for. Yeah. I get hate for my voice like all the time, which Me is too. funny because I have a podcast and I force people to listen to my voice. So. And like the vocal fry you were saying too, right? Like yes, we, that's that what, we were talking fry. about that on, I commented on one of her videos about this. Um, <laughs> yeah, literally, I think there was a pod, a guy podcaster, Howard Stern. Howard yes. Stern started this, I think, if you guys want to correct me. He was like making fun of girls on the, the Bachelor for talking with Vocal Fry. And I think that that brought it to like what it was to mainstream attention. And then yeah. people decided that that was something to start like making fun of people for, like criticizing okay. someone's intelligence for, which is like mind boggling. Especially it was, you know, men versus, you know, just bringing down women kind of a thing. Yeah. And then that's women kind of what it with it and ran with it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's weird because I get criticized more for it from women than anyone same like come on so I don't like it anyway (laughs) tangent so okay how did your friends and family kind of like react when you started growing on TikTok oh my god this is weird or like this is cool oh my god it's been in the beginning it was not a good there was little (laughs) girls calling my business nonstop, interrupting the work day they were finding both of my that. stepchildren and messaging them and oh, 
It's been, and they're like really not even on my social media. They were like just stalking every little part of my whole life. And it was really crazy. It really hasn't happened in, it's been like a month and a half. Like I've had a good month and a half where I felt safe, (laughs) but it was definitely very almost scary for a while, but it's good now. So I think they were just like, I don't want to say like, I think they were just like shocked, you know, like it was just a lot happening. (laughs) Yeah. I think it's interesting because like we were talking about on our last interview, you guys will have to go listen to it. Um, basically people blow up so fast on TikTok. Sometimes you're just like reeling, like you don't know what just happened and there's factors in there. (laughs) Yeah. Like a lot of celebrities and people like that will block their addresses and make sure that their phone numbers outward facing are like only business contacts. And I had kind of a similar experience. I mean, mine wasn't that bad, but like I had my personal phone number on all my business stuff because I didn't have a reason to hide my personal phone number. But now I'm like, okay, got to start being more savvy because it's, I have had people text my phone. I mean, I had, when I first started, I was, you know, you guys, they were asking me for like business advice and stuff. So I was like posting everything about my businesses. Right. And then I was just like, I have to like separate my work life and like my personal life. Yeah. I (laughs) definitely had to do the same thing and I was not expecting it either. So (laughs) as far as, so you have businesses and whatnot, would you have considered yourself influencer or like a content creator before you started going on TikTok? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Like not at all. I think I maybe had like 20,000 followers on Instagram or something, but I still, I really don't even like Instagram. I still don't like it. And I just, I never wanted to be like an influencer. Like I find that I just never felt like I don't even follow really like influencers, like those kind of girls that are, you know, showing off all their designer stuff and like just traveling the world and showing their life so like glamorous like I don't even like watching that kind of stuff so I didn't want to consider myself an influencer you know what I mean but I think TikTok has changed who influencers are they're more normal people and are showing you know real raw versions of themselves which I think is really cool I think it's interesting too because it says a lot about like what legacy you want to leave online too because like obviously you have the lifestyle to where you could project that like yeah perfect, you know, like influencer lifestyle, like, but that's not what you want to lead in with, which I think is really cool because I think because of all the consumerism and advertising online, like people feel pressured that that has to be their brand. It's like, have an amazing, beautiful life like me. And that's just not the case for some people. So I think that's really cool that you know, that wasn't your aspiration in creating. Like, I just don't, I don't want Birkins and Ferraris. Like, I want to fly my airplane around and hang out with my family. You know what I mean? So hopefully, I mean, I really hope that I can inspire young girls to not want those things a little bit, you know what I mean? And not, you know, find value in material items. Yeah. you know, I really, it makes me feel dirty, like buying more material items and stuff. Like, I just don't like it. I just think, you know, it's got to come stem from some kind of insecurity. If you've got a hundred Birkins in your closet. I, I was watching a YouTube video or something about the influencer, like culture that like right now it's like about flexing on people. Like it's like yeah. showing all your designer stuff. And I think it's really easy for content creators and I consider myself a content creator. I don't really consider myself an yeah. influencer. And I think okay. that's shifting too. Because yeah, yeah. influencer used to be this good, like, really authentic, like, marketing tool. And now it, it has shifted to that, like, 
influencer like right I don't know like I'm better than people like people look up to me yeah so I think it's really interesting how the culture is shifting too which is one reason I like TikTok because it's letting people not only see like your life in pictures which because I think if someone looked at your Instagram feed and didn't read any of the captions they probably would just be like wow this girl's life is really pretty like because you have a great Instagram feed that when you're able to like talk about yourself and have people yeah. get to know you, like it's so much more valuable than just like a couple snapshots too. Yeah. And you know, what's funny is I never thought that people like my life is interesting. I think, you know, I, we're vegan. I homeschool my son, you know, I, we're pilots. We have our own plane. Like I think that kind of part of my life is interesting. I never thought that people would find me ranting online interesting do you know what I mean like that was like the last thing that I thought that I would like go viral be talking about (laughs) be spending all of your quarantine time doing yeah sitting in my closet just talking so kind of bouncing off of that what how do you think your life has changed like day to day since you started on TikTok I don't think it has at all other than I spend like a little bit more time my phone I've started a new business from TikTok, I do merchandise for other influencers and help them Ooh. kind of build their own brands and stuff. It's a baby business that I just started. But other than that, but I think I'd be doing something else if it wasn't for that. I yeah. think I would have worked more on my children's curriculum, which I am have a meeting with an assist, a personal assistant tomorrow who hopefully she can do it because I just haven't had time to do it. I think I would have focused more on that than TikTok. So, but other than that, same. I really don't leave my house. But I've left my house like three times in the past month or whatever. Because I've literally like, I don't go anywhere with my son or anything. And the three times I've left, I've been recognized while I'm going out. So that's been a little weird for me. So I'm a little nervous (laughs) going out a little bit. And none of the times I've been with my son. So I don't know. But it's all been young girls. Like they're super cute. They're super nice. Like whatever. Oh my gosh, I love that. It's been weird. <laughs> I've straight up never been recognized from TikTok. Are you but serious? I think, I think it's because a lot of my content is voiceover. Like people don't, it seems like my content where you actually see me in it performs worse than me like showing something. So I don't really, yeah. I don't know. People that follow me on Instagram too, like know me, like my face, but I feel like I don't do a lot of stuff of me talking, which I want to do more of, but it just yeah. doesn't seem to perform well for me right now. I think too, what I think is really weird is I don't feel like I have super distinct features. So like, I just don't feel like people would recognize me if I go out, but now like I'm a, I wouldn't say worried to go out, but I just kind of know what's going to happen when I go out. Although the oh, last time I went out, no one came up to me. They just DM'd me on Instagram the next day. And we're so. like, hey, I saw you. <laughs> yeah. I'm not to be creepy, but I saw you. When we were in LA in December with our friends Dominic and Josie, who were TikTok creators, I swear to you, every time we left our condo, they got recognized. And so we were just serious? like, it was crazy. Like, it was insane. It would be like little kids being like, are you the guy from TikTok? Or are you that girl oh from God. TikTok? It was so cute though, which I love. But I will say one thing that it made me cognizant of and pay attention to is that a large majority of the users on TikTok are still very young. And I think yeah. they've obviously tried to keep anyone under 13 off the app, but their parents still let them get on it. Yeah, I agree. I don't I, think it's I a great idea. I would say a but... lot of my 
a lot of the girls, like sometimes they're like, I'm like 10 or I'm 11. And yeah. you know, I see that a lot. So that's what made girls, me <laughs> pay attention to the brand deals I take. It's made me pay more attention to the content I'm putting out there just because I don't want to be a negative influence. I agree. I, and I you know, people. I get probably 30 emails a day from brands and I say no to like all of them. I mean, knowing your brand is so important. Like I never meant to try to get a young following. It just kind of happened. And like, it's so funny. Like I'll get a couple moms too. And they're like this last video I just posted, I kind of like, I said A-S-S and then I said the F word once and about body shaming. And then some mom commented on it like yesterday and she was like, Hey, like me and my husband really love you and our daughter really looks up to you. Could you just try not to curse as much? <laughs> I was like, you know what? Like I forgot that my audience is so young, but I don't want to really censor myself either. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I am who I am and they'll, you know, I mean, if they're going to look up to me, they're going to look up to me anyway. Yeah. I mean, but. celebrity. I mean, everyone kind of does. Every, yeah. It's I mean, not, it wasn't raunchy. It was just. I don't have a huge problem with cussing. I just try to keep things clean just because I know it was when I realized like my followers are so young like even yeah. if it's not me talking in the video like I don't really like cuss. honestly the only reason I don't cuss on my things is because I feel like TikTok takes them down sometimes oh really yeah like one time some girl said something to me and I called her FB and then I <laughs> it got violated the Oops. community guidelines <laughs> <laughs> yeah I guess I could see that they could like say it's like, but it was true. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, it probably was. I've seen your comments, so I get it. Yeah, I think the whole like seeing fans in public, it kind of just like solidified that like even if I'm not saying the words and I like use a song that says the words, like I feel bad. Yeah, like someone's yeah. a lot of the songs that a lot of the influencers use are They're very so bad. They're so, I don't, I mean, I, don't get me wrong, like, I love the WAP, but, like, yeah, some of the songs are worse than the uh, WAP. It's not um, even that bad. I think the one that I think is really bad is, like, I hit it R-A-W, and I'm like, that's, you know, I feel like that's That's not really a good. That's, like, not safe sex. I know, it's not good. (laughs) No, you know, I just, that one like, Every time girls, I see all like, the influencers, I know. And then she say yeah. hi, and it's like, oh my god. Yeah, there's definitely it's definitely an interesting culture. We will say it's been a cultural reset. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so as far as like posting and like planning out content, do you have any type of like strategy, or do you just like go for it? I kind of just go for it. I was posting like three times a day, but I also don't put a ton of time into my content like I know people spend and like film and do like a lot of stuff for their stuff I just literally don't have time to do that so what I do is when I see like I'll read some comments and then if I like something or want to respond to it I'll like click on the comment click video and put it into my drafts and then Mm -hmm. I'll just like I would say I do my makeup once every like three days and I'll just get up one morning and spend like an hour and rant and then put them all in my drafts and then post them for the next couple days my one makeup day was today so you're welcome (laughs) Um, yeah, I feel that. I feel like it's so interesting. I've talked to so many different creators on here and hearing people's processes and like how they film. And I mean, like you're a good example of someone that just like throws on, you know, their camera and films something. And yeah. there's some people that spend like weeks planning skits and like, yeah. it's just so the, 
what's the word the variety of like how it's so much different. different creators it's so yeah. cool seeing what works for different people yeah i mean i have a three-year-old so i don't have like hours that i can spend making skits and stuff it'd be yeah. like he'd be like okay i'm over this <laughs> he would be like pay attention to me and feed me okay so since you've had what would you say is like your most viral video was it one of the kardashian ones probably you know what I one that was really popular that I thought was really weird that it was popular is this video and I was like someone asked me how many kids I had that's all it was like how many kids do you have and I said like literally this was a whole video I go I've only given birth to my son but I have a stepson and a stepdaughter it was the entire video went completely yeah, I viral think I saw that I'm one. like that is so random. Like, why do you guys care? It's so weird to me that that was like something that people, you I know what I mean? That was interesting. But why? <laughs> I don't know. It's just so weird to me. Because I would just wanted like people to get to know me a little bit better. You know what I mean? People in the comments were kind of like arguing back and forth saying, those aren't your kids. And then other people were like, if she doesn't say they're your kids, like, how would that make you feel if that was your stepmom? And she says, you know, I don't know. They were like kind yeah. of arguing on it, which is probably why it went viral because people were like arguing in the comments. But so I feel like just looking at your page, one of the reasons I think people are so intrigued by you is because you don't have your entire life on the internet, like how we were yeah. kind of talking about on your podcast. So I think that yeah. there's like this element of mystery, like who is she? And then they yeah. like want to dig and figure out more about I know. you. And, and then they really, ask you questions. I mean, yeah. It's just constant questions or like hate comments that I respond but your content to. But again, gets I just really don't really. Visibility. You think like so? You get, oh yeah. Like you, do you ever private videos? Like if they don't perform well? I never did. And then I did like two days ago and I got like zero views for the whole day. So I think I like. Yeah. Like all of your videos. I mean. It seems like you average at least 200,000 views, which, I mean, you have 500,000 something followers. So that's like a yeah. really good engagement rate. Yeah, I don't know. I'm still confused on why people are so interested in just me talking, but <laughs> just <laughs> I'm not complaining. Just go with it and <laughs> yeah. figure it out. Later. I used to post a little bit more of my son and stuff, but now I've just kind of been, and I did more like fashion videos rather than, I don't know. And we haven't flown anywhere in like two weeks, so I haven't been doing any airplane stuff either. It kind of like evolves over time though. My AirPods are dying. Yeah. Let me see. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like how do you plan for content? And I'm sure it takes, you probably plan a little bit way more than I do, especially doing brand deals and stuff. I kind of pay attention. I try to like research what's kind of trending on the app. I like to do like tutorials on trends and stuff like that people are Interesting. trying to do. Yeah. So I kind of like pay attention to what's trending. For me, it's just like watching content and deciding like what I want to do. Like if I see another video, like I did a video like roasting my husband's like baby picture, not baby pictures. It was when he was a little kid and he looks like completely different. Like it's really funny. And I saw <laughs> someone else do something like that. So I was like, oh, I want to do a video like showing my husband's embarrassing childhood photos. <laughs> so I feel like I get a lot of my stuff from just like watching other creators and being inspired yeah. by them. But then also... When I do like DIY content, I am like scouring Pinterest and like looking up things yeah. that I actually want to do that I think other people would want to see. So I actually think my yeah, DIY ones do pretty well. Yeah, my DIY videos do pretty well too, I think. I just haven't done one in a long time. I like DIY because it is like fun for me to create and it's not yeah. something that I was like 
creating on other platforms. Like it's not like I was a DIY account on Instagram. So it's yeah. fun because it like gives me an excuse to get to do these like projects and then it's like I'm working. Yeah. You know, I really wasn't posting my TikToks to my Instagram and then especially like the ones of me talking, like I posted some fashion ones on there and the fashion ones were did okay and then the ones of me like talking did really well it's really random you talked about how you don't do brand deals will you just talk about that a little bit more because i feel like some people get onto social media with like the intent of making it a career and a business so i think that that will be interesting to people that that's not like really your goal yeah i wouldn't say that's not a goal of mine i don't want to do I want to say this in a gentle way. I don't want to do random. First off, I don't want to promote things that I don't think would be good for my audience. And I don't feel authentic about, I really would like to do things that I use or would use and stuff like that. That being said, like I had a hair care brand that I've used since I have my cosmetology license. And since I went to hair school, I've used this brand. It's been 10 years and I was so excited that they reached out to me. Do you know what they offered me to give me? They, oh, $75 coupon to their website, which I already get half off because I have my hair license. No. So I already get it 50% off and they offered me a $75 to their website. And I was Honestly, like, Honestly, that's like, a, that's such a sham. You of have your mind. <laughs> no, that's so ridiculous. I feel like how fast my page has grown. I have other projects going on that I know that are going to be very popular like I believe in five years everyone is going to be so sick of content and things that I'm on like they're just going to be sick of me right because I'm going to be everywhere but with that being said I don't want to do these low budget or free products like those kind of deals like I want to wait until I get 20 grand a post you know what I mean like I don't need a hundred dollars to promote your brand I don't want a hundred dollars because then in five years from now, when you use my face and my name and my brand to promote your product, I kind of sold myself out for that. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. I think that also brings up a good point that it's super important to sign a contract and look at the terms of the contract because there's some brands out here that like seriously will just take it and run with it. Like now, do you ever make them sign a contract for you? Typically, I like review what's in their contract and like we'll make changes. So like, for example, there was a makeup brand that like asked me to do six videos for them. But then in the contract, it said, we're on 10%. We've been on here for so long. <laughs> I know. I thought it was plugged in too. Basically, in the contract, it, when I looked at the contract, it said two videos a week for like a designated period instead of like what they offered me. And I was like, okay. Yeah. Like this needs to say two videos per week until the threshold of six videos is met. Like, so I will look, and I think that's one thing I will say my dance background actually benefited me because I went to college for dance and my college had a class we took called contracts and we had to learn how contracts work basically, like how to sign a contract, how to become, how to sign an equity contract, like how to get your equity card, like how to negotiate verbal contracts, like just getting into the business side of it. And I do think that was really beneficial for me because now I can look at the contracts and be like, okay, no, like this is not fair. It'll be like, has unlimited use to your content for forever. Like you don't want to sign something that's giving away your content away for forever. Because then, like you said, 10 years from now, someone could pop up and use your face on an advertisement. So 
especially if people are going to be using your likeliness to advertise. It's yeah. not solely a post on your page. You have to have some kind of terms in there because they can turn around and use it five years from now, which is scary. Interesting. So let's say I do do a brand deal. I should put in something that says that I can only post it on my page, not them use it as an ad. Yeah. So that would be something I would negotiate in the terms. So to me, there's a big difference between a brand coming to me for a sponsored post versus a brand coming to me for content creation. If a brand came to me to create content for them to use for advertising, so like they're going to be putting money behind it. It's going to be seen by a larger audience. They're posting it on their socials. I'm going to charge more for them to use my content directly yeah. for advertising. I think it's different when they're just wanting me to talk about their products on my page and I have complete control and I have control over when it's posted, the concepts, like yeah. that a little bit more free than just like we need these specific images and we can advertise with them indefinitely. Like if they're going to want an indefinite buyout, like that's yeah. going to cost money. And that's also how it works in the performance industry too. Is right. Like even with modeling, like you right. buy out for your video for a year or something. So it's interesting because I do think a lot of people get taken advantage of by brands. Yeah, me they too. don't know. Like yeah. they can negotiate. I agree. Do you ever feel like pressure now that you've had several videos go viral? Do you feel like pressure to make viral content? I feel like I enjoy having having viral videos because I like interacting with new followers, but I don't know if I feel pressure. Yeah. I actually haven't even posted a video today. Actually, I don't know if I posted, I posted, I don't know if I posted one yesterday. <laughs> I feel like I've been posting a little bit less because I feel like I was doing a lot of videos and they kind of weren't getting as much traction, but I don't know. I think it's hard to read the algorithm and I think it keeps changing. And I think you know, videos, whereas when I started, I feel like videos kind of went viral ASAP and then it kind of went back to now. Now I feel like it's more older videos that are getting a lot more views of mine. So I just don't, I don't really understand TikTok. Yeah, it's, that's definitely something a lot of people have noticed, myself included. And like since the TikTok delayed. creator fund, I feel like my views have gone down. I know yeah, for a fact they've been cut in wait, half, but I still get like a million video views a day. It's interesting because people have studied the numbers and they've found that people are actually getting more views, but it's slower. So you just feel like you're not getting as many views, but it's because and we're not really paying attention to like the older videos. Old videos. videos. So, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Cause I'm still, well, I disagree though, because I used to get probably like a million and a half to 2 million average video yeah. views a day. And now I feel like I'm at a million. Yeah, I do think also a factor to take into consideration, not just the creator fund, is the fact that there is a lot more content on TikTok now. So yeah. I, I think that a lot of people are pointing to like, oh, it's the creator fund that's just ruining your yeah. views. But to me, that wouldn't really make sense for TikTok to do that to you because then you're like not going to post as much. And they, the goal is to make you yeah. post more. So I really think the biggest factor is that as the app grows, you're going to lose visibility. Like it's just, right. that's how these apps grow. Like four years from now, there'll be another platform that we're all talking about. Yeah. But, um, that's why it's important for people that are wanting to grow on TikTok to take advantage of it now and stop saying like, oh, I'll do it in a year because right. I did the same thing with Instagram <laughs> and here we are 
it's impossible to grow on Instagram yeah. right now. So I mean, I wish I would have grown on TikTok earlier than I did. You oh, know yeah. what I mean? I just kind of didn't really think about it. I feel the same way. And I got on yeah. it four years ago. So I wish I had made it a priority earlier because I yeah. just didn't, I didn't know. I mean, there's so many apps out there. Like this could have been any app. I just think it was right. the perfect storm with, um, I agree. it was bought by ByteDance. ByteDance had the Douyin, the Chinese version of the app already developed and doing exactly what TikTok was doing. So like they just formatted TikTok off of Douyin and just followed the same path, but in America yeah. and outside of China. So it was kind of just, and then when quarantine happened, I don't think TikTok would have blown up as much of it did as it did if coronavirus hadn't happened. Like I agree. I think that it was literally the perfect storm. It was like yeah. this new. And also I think that Instagram, why I think Instagram is not going to do as well or and continue to not do well is because a new audience is not coming to Instagram. They're only yeah. going to TikTok and they're not like people are staying on Instagram that have Instagram, which is fine, but new kids and like the younger generation are not on Instagram and they're yeah. not downloading it or not, you know, they're not interested in it at all. That's one thing I noticed too. Like when I do videos and I say like, oh, I have this on my Instagram, like go check it out. People are like, I don't have Nobody Instagram. Nobody cares. They're like, yeah, oh, I don't have yeah. Instagram. Like, it's so interesting. And do you mm -hmm. think it's because TikTok started out as musically? Like, do you think that's why? A little bit, but I also think, you know, the kids are the hip ones. And then it kind of follows, you know, then our age kind of gets on it. And then, you know, our parents will be on TikTok and... 10 years from now. So no you one know, will I think, think it's cool anymore. Yeah. It just kind of trickles down and kids. I personally, I wouldn't want to be on an app that my parents are on. I don't want to be on Instagram posting with my aunt Julie, you know, like I want to be on a fun new app like TikTok. So yeah. if I was a 12 year old, I would not be on Instagram. It's really interesting. It makes me wonder like where we can go from here because it's like, yeah. we had Facebook, which was like, you know, you would check in places and nah. And then we had Instagram, yeah. which was like fun pictures from your life, which evolved into like magazine, your own like blog, basically. Yeah. Now it's like a micro blog. And then we have Vine, which evolved to Musical.ly, which evolved to TikTok, which is like really short yeah. form videos. Like, where do we go? We have YouTube, it's long form videos. Like what? Yeah. I mean, if there was left? something else where you go more viral on, but I think it's going to be, you know, if TikTok keeps helping creators go viral and getting the views and stuff, I think it'll be pretty solid for a while, but who knows? I mean, it'll literally be, you'll probably have like drones that follow you around your whole day. That'll yeah. Be, like, I like can't think of like what another cool thing be like be. live streaming all day long with like a drone following you around. Yeah. Oh man. That would be too much for me. Yeah. And then, yeah, like the live streaming factor too, it kind of just encompasses like yeah. so many different platforms in one. Yeah. Maybe stories, maybe TikTok will have stories. You know, I kind of think about that too, because sometimes I don't want to like post a whole TikTok and then it do bad. And then like, I don't know. I agree. It needs some kind of like a story. There was like talks that they were going to have like an education part of the platform, which is why they were promoting education so yeah. hard over the summer. But I've seen some people that had the beta test of it, but I haven't seen it since then. And I think the whole, like, you know, Trump ban thing yeah. really got people a little bit distracted from probably their normal jobs at corporate. So I feel like that kind of got put on the back burner. Okay, what advice would you give to someone who kind of wants to be doing what you're doing right now as far as, like, social media and career-wise? 
for me, they're very two separate things. So social media wise, the advice I have is just be your authentic self. And because I literally like I'm no more talented than the next person at social media. Like I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just ranting online. And, you know, just show little parts of your life, I guess. On the business side, I would say, if you want to start a business, start it. Do everything you can to start it. If it fails, it's probably going to fail. Start another one. Keep trying. You know, if you're afraid of failure, you're never going to be a good business owner. So you have to just keep putting yourself out there. But I think that goes with social media and business. You just have to keep putting yourself out there if you fail or not. And there's going to be people who make fun of you. And guess what? They're not going to be there clapping for you when you succeed. So they can go somewhere. (laughs) It's interesting because it is the same concept. Like you realize you have to just try things and see what works. And failure is not the end all be all. I think that's something I have. Failure's not bad. Failure's good. It's part of success. Like literally me and Matt were talking about that the other day is like, you have to give yourself permission to fail or else you just won't do anything. My first business was a bottle service on yachts company in Miami. And it was such a good idea and it did so well, but then I got pregnant and my, the partner I had was in Miami and she ended up like leaving Miami and stuff. So it was just like wrong timing. timing. I still think I could do it. I mean, not with COVID, but it would do so well. It was literally like nightclub bottle service on a boat. And the thing was, is that the girls were employees. And so in any boat, it doesn't matter if you have a 10 foot yacht or a 150 foot yacht, you can only bring 12 passengers if you're, if someone's renting it, which is always but the girls were staff so they could have a bigger party while still, you know, I know someone else is going to hear this and do it, but you should do it because it was a really good idea, but you need someone to help you to run it because it was (laughs) They're going to need a year to like get rid of the coronavirus. I don't know. (laughs) Well, it's still safe because it's small groups. That's true. That's true. And yeah, that actually is really good. It probably would do really well right now with all the people. I know it, was, it didn't exist at all in Miami. Like That's what? Crazy. That seems it like still something doesn't. that would just be like innate. Like I know it still doesn't exist. Like, like nightclub bottle service like, on boats. Yeah. Dang. Well, someone's missing out on that. Okay. So what would you go back and do differently if you just started TikTok over today, but like knowing everything you've learned over the last six months? I would have started off talking instead of posting like videos to music which is probably the opposite of most creators that are out there they normally just do dances and like whatever and I was posting like like I would do like shoe videos like kind of like to music or that one like shoe challenge where you like kick you know what I'm talking about yeah yeah and I would do like different like kind of stuff to music and those videos for me don't perform well at all so I think I would have just I know I think I would have just been myself from the beginning rather than you know trying to do what you thought like would go viral. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting because it's so different, like what works for different people. Like some people, their entire brand is just doing like dances or like doing and like fashion stuff. And and we were talking about on her podcast how mine, my like videos of me talking don't do as well as me like showing something, which is slightly irritating, but it's fine. (laughs) Um, we're working on it. Um, okay. So I do this speed round with everyone on the show. This is the last thing I do, and it's just like kind of like word association, like some of your favorite things. So, are you ready? Yeah. What is your favorite trend on TikTok right now? My favorite trend on TikTok is 
I like the shoe. Oh, it's where the parents, the kid takes the video of the parents and then they like put like words on it that the parents like would. Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of TikTok Radio. If you enjoyed this episode, please feel free to leave us a review in the iTunes store and let us know what you liked about the episode. We'd love to hear from you. Catch you next week. Peace out, Girl Scout.